Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, all good things must come to an end. And unfortunately for me, after a very good start to the week with a handicap where we started 13-2-1, we fell on our face Friday with a 1-3 performance. So let's recap the card for you. We start with St. Louis and Dayton. I said this was like choosing between your two kids. I like both teams. I should have stayed away from the game. I knew Dayton was capable of doing what they did. I just felt like St. Louis had enough talent that they could hit the perimeter shots, keep it close, keep it to a possession game late. I was dead wrong. I get crushed, and I paid the price as Dayton beats me big time. Then I played Wright State, minus the two and a half. They played well against Northern Kentucky. They cruised to the double-digit victory, so that's our win on the card. Then I played Quinnipiac, minus the one and a half, and I don't regret the handicap. They were up 17 points at one point in that game. They got beat by 13 free throws at the charity stripe. That never helps. And in the end, they lose in overtime. OT has not been kind to me. UAB stung me on uh, Thursday, and now Quinnipiac on Friday. The bet that I do regret the most was East Tennessee State. I'm not sure how I talked myself into this one. I laid 10 and a half. I don't like laying 10 and a half with anybody, yet alone a team that ranked 245th in the computer model, and they have 17 losses on the season. And I laid 10 and a half. Oh boy, that was a regret there. I admit that. Then on Twitter, thank you for the votes. Unfortunately, I didn't give you a good card. You pick St. Louis, so we get to lose on them twice. Our OPP plays, we cash on Youngstown State, we lose on Xavier, and we still have one wager pending on Nevada. I'll post all the official results in the show notes. But now, let's get to the card for Saturday, and I can guarantee you that I will not be laying 10.5 with any team today. We start in the Pac-12. It is Utah, minus the four against Colorado. So the Utes ended their two-game skid with a 15-point win over Cal on Sunday. Utah is now 16-9 and overall. They're 9-5 and in the Pac-12. They're 11-3 and at home this season. Colorado swept the Bay Area schools, beating both by double digits, including Stanford by 22 points. The Buffaloes are now 6-8 and in the conference. They're 14-11 and overall. Colorado has some excellent numbers on defense. They rank 19th in the country when it comes to efficiency. Utah, by the way, they also have a solid ranking with a 30th overall. The big issue for Colorado, they've struggled on the road this season. They're just 1-7. and seven. They even lost to Cal and Grambling on the road. That's not good. All seven road losses have been by four or more points. Both of these teams do have upside. Colorado beat Tennessee this year. Utah beat Arizona this season. But I'm going to back the home team. Minus four. I'm with the Utes of Utah over Colorado. Next up in the Pac-12, it is UCLA. Minus the two and a half at Oregon. So after seeing ranked team after ranked team fall on the road, it would be easy to back all the home teams, but I just can't do it in this one. UCLA ranks third or fourth in most power polls. Oregon ranks in the low 40s. The Ducks are 11 and four at home, including the big win over Arizona. And they're coming off a nice 18 point victory over USC to improve to nine and five in the conference, 15 and 10 overall. Injuries didn't help the Ducks early in the season, but they do still have some ugly losses to UC Irvine and Utah Valley at home. The Ducks have won their last three against the Bruins in Eugene. The Bruins have already lost road games this season to Arizona and USC. 
but I still like this matchup for UCLA. The Bruins rallied from six down at halftime in the first meeting against the Ducks to win by nine. The Bruins just shot 40.6% in that game compared to 49% for Oregon. So the stat to remember here, the Bruins had 16 offensive rebounds in that game. So they were able to pound the glass. Oregon is healthier this time around, but this line is still a little light in my opinion. The Bruins are six and two on the road. I trust this veteran team. So give me UCLA minus the two and a half at Oregon. Next up, we go to the Big 12. It is Kansas minus the three at Oklahoma. So no conference is better top to bottom than the Big 12. Exhibit A, once again, was Oklahoma beating Alabama by 24 a couple weeks back in the SEC Challenge. Since then, the Sooners have dropped three consecutive games. They're just 2-9 and nine this season in the Big 12. They're 12-12 12 and 12 overall, and they're only 7-5 and five at home. The Sooners have lost four straight to the Jayhawks, including a four-point loss this season. They lost last year by two points and three points, so good competitive games. Sooners are a little scary in this situation. It's a rivalry. It's a revenge spot. They have three consecutive losses. They have the home court advantage, and they have the talent to crush the number two team in the country like they did to Alabama. On the other hand, I've been a rock chalk Jayhawk fan all season long. This line feels a little light to me. Kansas shot only 37% in the first meeting compared to 47% for the Sooners. Key stat once again, the Jayhawks were able to win on the offensive glass with 12 rebounds. Oklahoma actually led that game by 10 with five minutes to go. Kansas is now just a game back in the Big 12 race. I do expect a little better shooting performance this time around, and I'm sure Bill Self will remind his team that this is one of the final opportunities to kick the butt of an old rival before they bolt to the SEC. So give me the Jayhawks on the road. Rock Chalk Jayhawks. I'm on Kansas. Minus the three at Oklahoma. Next up on the card, we go to the Big Ten. It is Wisconsin. Minus the two and a half at Nebraska. So three teams in the Big Ten are 500 or better on the road this season. The trivia answer is Purdue, Northwestern, and Wisconsin. The Badgers have won at Marquette, Iowa, Ohio State, and most recently at Penn State. Not bad at all. Nine of their 14 wins this year for Wisconsin have been by five or fewer points, so that's a bit of a concern. Wisconsin is just 6-7 and seven in the Big Ten. They're 14-9 and nine overall. Maybe I keep getting influenced by my one good Badger buddy, but with a top 30 defense, Tyler Wall looking like Tyler Wall of old against Penn State last time out, I'm starting to see the signs of a dangerous team. Nebraska is much better than last year. They're 11 and 14 overall. They're 4 and 10 in the Big Ten, and they have a record of 8 and 3 at home this year, including wins over Iowa, Ohio State, and Penn State. Outside of that overtime loss to Purdue, though, when the Huskers get beat, they get beat bad. 13 of their 14 losses this season have been by double digits. This might be a sweaty one until the end, but I'm going to back Bucky, the Badger, minus the two and a half at Nebraska. Then the two final plays they cut, 
They might be OPP plays on Twitter on Saturday. Still to be determined. I cut Louisiana minus two at Troy, and I cut San Jose State plus five and a half against Utah State. Those were my last two cuts. I just wanted those on the record. I did not go with a large card today because, unfortunately, I was so hot to start the week. I didn't want to add more to the card today coming off a losing day, so I kept it at four games. But I would be on Louisiana, and I would be on San Jose State, potentially, once again, with those OPP plays. I'll post those on Twitter, probably about 10, 11 in the morning Central Time anyway. But let's recap the card for Saturday. Our official plays for the podcast, we're on Utah. The Utes, minus the four against Colorado. I'm on UCLA, minus the two and a half at Oregon. I'm on Kansas, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, minus the three at Oklahoma. And I'm on Wisconsin, minus the two and a half at Nebraska. So that's your card for Saturday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.